This episode of Motherhood in Hollywood is sponsored by Kinsa, the world's smartest thermometer. I always keep Kinsa in my arsenal of mom tools. I'll tell you why. It remembers my daughter's temperature, symptoms, and medications, so I don't have to. And it keeps her entertained with games while we wait. Check it out at KinsaHealth.com. Come on, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hey friends, welcome to episode 39 of Motherhood in Hollywood. It's me, Heather, and uh, we have a great show today, you guys. Keiko Elizabeth is going to be on the show. She is an actor and a mama here in Hollywood. And she has a really interesting story. And I was so excited to talk to her because she is a teacher or used to be a teacher, I should say, um, in inner city schools in the Oakland area with like um, kids with special needs and like, I don't know, can I say juvenile delinquents? I'm gonna. Keiko's not here. I can say it. Um, so uh, she has some a really incredible story about how she went from being a teacher in the Oakland area to now being an actress. And she is following her dreams and being a mama at the same time. And that's what we love here at Motherhood in Hollywood. So I'm so excited for you to hear from her. Um, what else do I want to talk about? Let's see. I have my little list here because sometimes you guys, I record this intro and then like a day or two later, once I've already sort of like posted it and done all of this stuff, I'll go, oh man, I really should have talked about that. (laughs) Sometimes my brain is not all there. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you're just tired to the bone and uh, forget things. So I want to start by Going over to the Twitter really quick and giving a few thank yous to um, some of the people over there. Thank you to Heather and Aaron at Sitternote for all your encouraging words and tweets. I really appreciate you guys listening and supporting the show. Also, Olivia M. Howell, thank you so much for your kind tweets and support of the show. It really means a lot to me. Honestly, if anybody is following me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, I see your messages and I appreciate it so much. Um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. As a mom who is stepping far outside my comfort zone and trying something new and um, trying to create something out of nothing, this is really hard. And um, I'm not going to cry. This is really hard. So every time you get a note or a message from somebody or an email from somebody who says, hey, I really like what you're doing or this really resonates with me and I appreciate it. It's just like being bowled over with kindness every time. So thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Um, what else do I want to talk about? Uh, oh, I want to talk about Channing's birthday. Ooh, I'm so excited. Her birthday's coming up on April 5th, and we decided we're going to do Disneyland. Now, she's been to Disneyland before a few times, but you know she's older now. She's going to be a big three-year-old, my big girl. I can't even believe it. And I want to take her for more than just a few hours because usually when we go, we can only go for like a day. And for those of you who are Disneyland fans, you know, especially if you live here in Southern California, you know you need more than just like 
four or five hours or, you know, even sometimes a day. So we're going to go for two days. We're going to stay overnight and get up early on her birthday and have a character breakfast. Have you heard of this? Apparently you can go to one of the restaurants. There's a few restaurants around the park and in the hotels where you can have breakfast with like Mickey and Minnie and the princesses and you know whoever I guess is available that day. I am so excited she is going to be in heaven because first of all, she's a big breakfast eater. <laughs> That's the one meal a day. I know she's going to eat everything, but then also get to eat breakfast with Mickey and Minnie on top of it. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait to see the look on her face. Uh, and personally, I don't know about you, but I just really love Disneyland. There's something very magical about that place. Even with the tens of thousands of people they see every day, it's feels very intimate. I mean, unless you're waiting in line (laughs) for the Peter Pan ride for like an hour, then it's like, oh my God, get the F out of here. But um, if we go on like an off day, it doesn't feel off season day. It doesn't feel quite so crowded. And you know, all the food is delicious and the music is playing and it's just, it's just a lot of fun. And I can't wait to go with her. My husband is actually taking the day a couple days off work. So we're going to get to go down there as a family. And that um, will be very special, very sweet. So I'm looking forward to that. What do you guys do for a third birthday? Does anybody else have any ideas? Do you just do, do you do cake at home and like theme stuff? I decided I'm not really going to do that this year because quite honestly, it's too much work. The past two years for her birthday, I've done like huge parties and huge celebrations at the house. And I always end up going a little overboard. I don't know how you are with your partying, but I have to have everything themed and I get obsessed with like Pinteresting and I'm like, oh, I've got to make carrots out of cellophane and goldfish. And I mean, oh my God, I'm embarrassingly nuts about it. But that being said, I do enjoy it. I just never feel like I get to enjoy the actual birthday and spending time with her, which, you know, is the point to celebrate their day, right? So this year we're going to forego the big party and um, just go to Disney as a fam. So there's that. A couple of things to look out for. I got to, um, I was interviewed by this really awesome blogger here in LA. Uh, she, her blog is called Bottle Poppin' Mama, which is awesome. Um, so be on the lookout for that because she's going to do a special feature piece on motherhood in Hollywood in particular, moi. And also coming up on April 9th, Spring Fest is happening here in Los Angeles. If you want to go to Facebook and look up Spring Fest or Google, uh, it's from mom.me and club mommy from my friend Rachel Pitzel. If you guys want to go to that, that is her event and it's a lot of fun. So definitely go and look for that because I'm going to go there. If you want to come by and say hello, I'd like to meet you. Um, but don't be stalkery and weird about it. Okay, fans get in line. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm such an asshole. Anyway, um, can we talk about pilot season for just a second? All of you actors out there, uh, producers, casting directors, whoever's listening, I have had probably like the most pitiful pilot season I've ever had since moving to LA. And it is frustrating. Um, It makes me sad. It makes me start really questioning like, what am I doing here? Why am I in this business? Um... And I don't know what to do about it. Does anybody else, do you all go through those moments of self-doubt and questioning? Why am I here? Am I, did I make the right choice in my career? Because 
it seems like everybody is going out for pilots and getting all these guest star parts. And, you know, I'm just, I'm not. And in fact, I haven't had an audition in a few weeks. And so you start to feel a little down in the dumps as an actor. And when it's your dream and it's your career and it's what you want to do, you know, and if you feel so helpless, that's the thing that, that bothers me is that I feel so helpless. I'm so used to being able to be like, you know what, I'm going to take control of this situation and go after it and go get something done. And I feel like I can't do that with a pilot. You know, I can't call up a producer and go, Hey, um, why don't you just give me this part? I'm amazing. No, take my word for it or Google me, you know, (laughs) wouldn't it be great if, if all jobs work that way? Uh, so I understand, you know, it's just not the nature of the beast that is entertainment. So we just keep trudging on, but man, it just wears on my heart and my soul after a while. And you just start questioning and hoping you're doing the right thing. Am I right? Anybody else? Can I get an amen? What, what? Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm trying to be positive though. Don't worry. I'm not like slitting my wrist or anything yet, but it could happen. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to wrap up my mommy monologue because I really want you guys to meet Keiko and get to know her a little bit better. So here is my interview with Keiko Elizabeth, where we're talking about diversity in Hollywood, parenting, auditioning, all of the fun stuff that we love to talk about here in motherhood in Hollywood. really Asian but you're really not so you should change your name conversation and um so I just use my first and middle to kind of like try to pull back on the wait what okay so we're talking here with my friend Keiko Elizabeth thank you for coming on the show hi thanks for having me you're telling wait so you're telling me people said that you didn't look Asian well I am I'm mixed race so I have a bunch of different things in my DNA (laughs) but um but my name is my grandmother's name on my dad's side. It's very mm-hmm. tra- It's like Hazel for Japanese yeah, people. Yeah. It's like really traditional. Yeah, and it's Keiko, right? Mm-hmm, Keiko, and um, and coupled with my last name, which was my my dad's name, which because I didn't was just telling Heather that I didn't take my husband's name. Um, it just was really so. My friends were like, not all of my friends. One of my friends actually, uh-huh. um, who's Chinese American himself. He was like, yeah, you don't look. Asian enough oh. to pull off your name, basically. <laughs> like, oh, no. and are you like, yay? I mean, I, what I, is the response to that? Or I, oh, like in Hollywood, it where is, diversity is so big right now, I would think that there would be a part of you that's like, oh no, I really want you know to look more Asian. I know. Whatever. Well, and it's funny because um, I actually don't book that many mom parts because mm-hmm. they're like, whose kid could look like her? Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? You know, it's so funny whenever I go into an audition when I have to be paired up with a kid and I see the ginger kid, the redheaded kid sitting there and I'm like, you better step it up, buddy, because I'm not going to get this if you're not good. (laughs) Because I know where they're going with this. Yes. Uh, So what are you going to say? Yeah. No, just the first um, gig I ever booked on TV, um, I read for the part of a mom who's like, like reunited with her child after some big disaster Mm -hmm. and um she was like okay that was really good um could you be the mom the girl I'm casting her last name is um Nugent do you think you could be her mom 
and it was a, obviously a Vietnamese girl who oh, they had cast, oh. and they wanted to know if I could like. like and I was Nugent. like, what? "Is yeah, it she Nguyen? Was, yeah. But, okay, I was like, casting what? director oh. didn't look at me. I know Vietnamese know. names, um, <laughs> and I didn't get it. I didn't. I booked a different mom. They they hired me to play a mom where you never see the kid, and oh. so I and yeah. Well. Yeah. I, I I was wonder if that would be a challenge because for diverse actors right now everybody it seems to be like you know oh we want diversity we want totally. this and and um, people with mixed ethnicities um, at least I'm reading online are in demand because then you could play all of these different types but you're saying that's not been your experience well you know I think it just depends like yeah. I generally play like if they want somebody who like gives us an ethnic flavor but right. not like you know <laughs> right 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 <laughs> but not somebody super specifically like korean american type I of thing see. you know i see so. Well, they don't want to commit too much. Too much. It's I know. like are you watching that Enzi Zanzari show? Have you seen his new show called yes. Master of I None? Love, when love, they're love talking show. about how they're like we can't have two Indian guys <laughs> on the same show like yes. oh my god no one would watch it. Oh my god, so good. It's like yes. the same I think with every ethnicity because yeah. it's like oh we can't have two black guys two you know asian americans whatever and people are like no we're not were you following the, the whole um bachelorette conversation yesterday i think no. it was like just really recently they were oh, with, oh, considering with the, yes. the hoppa girl yes um which is the word for half asian lady um <laughs> what is it hoppa hoppa yeah okay for to be the new bachelorette and they yes. so everyone was like oh this is the most diversity they can have on the bachelor is like oh a half of a half of a person this is what a <laughs> nerd i am i only it. know about that conversation because i was listening to npr in my car and they did like a whole like four minute piece on the diversity issues in the bachelor oh my gosh i know somebody <laughs> who was on that segment oh really yeah well did- i know her through twitter oh okay through twitter um yeah, <laughs> yeah they did like awesome. this whole segment about how um the bachelor has come close to having a diverse, yes. um, but then all of the women of color are voted off early on or like yeah. not given a rose, whatever it is early on. I'm not a bachelor fan at Me all. Either. Ad- admittedly, I just, it's I have not, not watched it in years. I did watch like the first season mm-hmm. just to see what it's all about. Yeah, sure. totally. And I haven't, it's I been haven't on for like oh 10 God, years so now. Long. It's I like, don't, I don't understand. It's like the cheers of reality television. <laughs> it really is. Like or like, like, what's the other one? Survivor. Oh yeah. That's been on for that show has been like twenty two years and I don't know not how many more bugs can we see people eat like this year they showed somebody with an earworm like a worm crawling in this woman's ear and the camera people are like man we're not gonna let her know we're just gonna zoom in on it and just show you a little bit I mean Uh, I don't know no I guess it would be nice to be rich but I don't want to do that (laughs) I don't want to put myself through that kind of torture and pain it's not worth it to me I do not no you know I'm not really an adventurer. I, you know, it's enough that I take my kid on their school camping trip every year. You do? I'm like... Good for you. Well, we've Where only do you- done it once so far. Yeah. Um, but every May, we go mm-hmm. and we borrow a tent from somebody because Lord knows oh we don't gosh. own a tent. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you're not outdoorsy. Not so much. Me neither. No. You know? The outside is for animals and bugs. And the I, and not, not people. <laughs> I appreciate. I mean, it's sure. beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm in favor of nature being preserved mm-hmm. and stuff but um i'm not yeah there's a the trend in glamping oh you know like i've heard of that glamorous camping i could i could possibly try that 
Yeah. If it was like, I think I saw some pictures though. It was like, that's just a mobile home that you just parked oh. in a, oh, in I a um, forest. So it's not like a spa in the middle of nature. Right. <laughs> right. It's like some people pull up like those metal, um, you know, old time. Like an Airstream looking. type yeah, of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And they mm-hmm, set it up mm-hmm. uh, with their hair dryers and potty and all that. So it's like they're camping, but not really. Not. Mm. No, thank you. I'd rather just... I'm willing to try anything once. Yeah. Oh, good for you. And then if it doesn't work yeah. for me, then, then... You tried it. I tried it. And you have a great story to tell. That's right. Yeah. Um, so you didn't... Hold on. Before we jump on it, I'm going to close these lines. They're driving me crazy. Because there's like a lovely like glow behind you. Oh. oh. You can see my aura. Just a little bit. And you know what? You will not even hear that in the final edit. You, no amazing. one will even know. Fix it in post. Fix it in post. Um, so I want to ask you about, you are an actress and I a mom. an actress and a mom. But you did not originally start out wanting to be an actor. Mm-mm. Right? So nope. why, why the sudden change? You know, I think maybe secretly I did. Mm-hmm. But was there always a side of you that was really like a, wanting attention or wanting maybe to perform? Maybe it was that or just... Like, I always was really good at telling stories, and I would be the one who would be like, and then they did this, and then it was like, bad, it was like this. Um, but that was just not really ever part of the scene when I was growing up. Like, yeah. I grew up in Northern California. There was not, my family, we didn't go to the theater. We didn't, there wasn't the drama camps. There wasn't, right, right. it just wasn't really part of um, my experience as a child. And, um, and then... You know, I thought I was supposed to be a doctor, so let me yeah. just go be a doctor. And, <laughs> um, but then I, more people that I knew, like somebody that I knew from undergrad, um, like she started working as an actress while she was working at Oracle. She was like a consultant at Oracle and doing shows at night. And then somebody else um, that I was teaching with, like, quit her teaching job and went to study at the Stella Adler Conservatory in New York. Or, oh. And I was like, oh my God. People do you this? You can do that? Like, people do that in the middle of their life? Like, yeah. what you decide when you're 20 doesn't have to be it forever? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, like, my first show I ever did was The Wizard of Oz. <gasps> what did you play? I played, I was in the ensemble, so I did everything. I, I was a tree. Oh, I was like a, a, I had to, got to wear a green wig, and I got to just do a little bit of everything, and I thought that it was amazing. Well, I was going to say, did you get bit then? Were you like, this is a life? Yeah. I, want I would this. walk into rehearsal and be like, I can't believe I'm here. This is so, <laughs> like I'm standing on a stage. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. You know so that silly. you have a love for it if that's the feeling that you get. You get a little tingly whenever you get to perform. I yeah. think that's something special with actors that they get it. You know, like the people who are truly actors and they're not here to be famous or reality stars or whatever, yeah. like the people who want to be actors, they get tingly when they get to play a tree. You know, like, know. it's like, yay, I get to be the best I get tree. to wear a green wig. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. There's just something magical about it. Yeah. Um, so then eventually, how did you, because you were a teacher, was it for special needs? Is that what I read? Or? Yeah. Well, I was a teacher, um, I guess you would call it like a, at, a, with, at a low income school, at a Title I school. Um, I worked in Oakland and I worked in San Francisco with kids coming out of juvenile hall. Mm-hmm. So they were special needs in that they had a lot of behavior challenges. Sure. They were the tough kids. Oh, dear. Um, the ones that steal your car and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Did anyone steal your yes. car? <gasps> Shut I up. I swear to God. I swear to God. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yes. Wait. 
what how does that even happen like I'm dumb dumb me comes in and I drop my keys on my desk and you're um, not the dumb dumb there and then somebody comes in well they were we would take security precautions let's just say that Um, because they were all transitioning out of juvenile hall they all they all were coming to this it was a special arts-based school that was an alternative for whatever other school they would get to go to and so one of them grabbed my keys and I guess two of them took off in my car um well it's kind of funny because I have always driven a stick Uh and so they were like they get in and they're like uh. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> They're this. like, what do I do? And they got arrested like 20 minutes later, clunking along in their neighborhood. Oh my gosh. Um, you know what? They probably thought it was like hydraulics or something. Like they were had a pimp ride yeah, that totally. was bouncing up and down or something. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably like, yeah, this car came yeah. with its own bounce. <laughs> yeah. And the worst was like, I mean, when they get arrested, like our school was the one that they would go to. Yeah. So they came right back the next day. And he was like in his little timeout space or whatever. And he's like, um, um, Keiko, hey, um, so, so I left some fireworks in your car yesterday. <laughs> Shut up. Um, do you think I could get those back? I was speechless. <gasps> I like to think that a witty comeback, that's not true. I never have the witty comeback. Me but neither. in this, in this Ten moment, minutes later, maybe, I but. literally had no words. I was like, oh my gosh. No. Did you find the fireworks? I did, yeah. I think we lit them off on the roof of my apartment building. Good for you. Oh, my gosh. That, (laughs) honestly, I think takes a certain type of person and a certain type of um, patience for someone who wants to work in a school like that that is so troubled and has so many problems. Do you think that that's sort of, just from your education background, do you think that that's kind of indicative of what a lot of schools are like, like in inner city schools? Because I got to be honest, I'm terrified of LAUSD. Yeah, I mean, it makes me sad to say. I mean, that was a very specific population, probably right. like the toughest population. But most of a lot of those kids did go back into public schools yeah. and fell through the cracks. And I did work in regular public. I've worked the whole spectrum Yeah, yeah. Um, in my short four-year teaching career. <laughs> um, but sad to say there are a lot of schools like that. Yeah. Like my first year teaching, I worked in a really big public school in Oakland and I was like this is what's that what was that movie with Michelle Pfeiffer back in the day oh where they're like throwing yes um, um not stand and deliver that's a different one um what is that movie was it Michelle Pfeiffer was it Lou Gossett Jr oh god hang on if it's only like we had access super to super catchy the internet, song that oh, let me, I I'll will. save you by singing anyway it was like exactly like that like people throw kids throwing um Throwing paper ball, th- throwing paper airplanes. I mean, the stories that I would hear are horrifying. Let me see. Michelle Pfeiffer's school movie. My husband gets so frustrated with me when I don't know the name. Dangerous Minds? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> he gets so frustrated. He's like, literally will be yelling during my podcast. Why don't you know the name of this movie? <laughs> you work in entertainment. And I'm like, because I'm a mom now. Things have I fallen know. out of my it head. Just, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I imagine that it's probably like. And I'm I'm terrified of you of LAUSD and like I know there's a lot of kids that go there, but I just don't feel like it's very safe. Um, and I don't know. I'm always reading about education. I used to be many years ago before I decided to become an actor. I was yeah. A I saw that you were yeah. You had a second life. I had a second life. Um, and I was an entertainment reporter. Cool. A reporter. Yeah, not entertainment. Education reporter. Oh. Hello projecting something there um but I was an education reporter 
and I was in Topeka, Kansas, and I covered a lot of the Brown versus School Board of Education, Supreme Court stuff. Like they were just getting ready to come out of their restrictions for from the Supreme Court when I was oh there. Oh my god, I was like, what? You yeah. look really good for your Yo, age. No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that like in the 50s? I was there when it first <laughs> when it was first implemented. No, no, no. They were um, about to complete their Oh wow. Interesting. Yeah. And um I left right before like it was finally all the restrictions were lifted and all of that. So um education has always been sort of interesting to me, even though I didn't have kids and you know yeah. at the time. But the more I read about the public school system today, the more I I'm interested in private schools, but I don't have the budget for private schools as an actor, you know? So it's like, what do you, what do you do? What are your alternatives for your kid's education? Charter schools? I mean, I don't have the answer for you. Why don't you have all the answers? It's, it is, but when you became a parent, when you become a parent, your view of like schools is like when I was in my early 20s teaching I was like if I have a kid I would totally send them to my school you know because I'm there and if these kids go my kid should be able to go right right why wouldn't I I'm teaching here and now I'm just like no no way no um what do you do with where do your kids go you don't have to tell me the name of the school but do they go to truthfully I live in Orange County oh so they go to a good they go to a good public school (laughs) so you don't have to worry about it you know we had considered moving in and (laughs) yeah that was one of the big reasons why. Yeah. So you drive didn't. up for auditions and stuff from Orange I County. Do. Whoa. Girl, that time in my car is the best time. Is it? Oh my God. It's yeah. quiet. You I listen to my podcast. Yay. <laughs> Motherhood in Hollywood. Um, um, oh, I can imagine that would be yeah. nice and peaceful. Yeah. Um, and you have two kids? I do. Wow. And how old are they? My son is seven. He just turned seven. Mm-hmm. And my baby girl is 18 months. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Do you ever take apart. her with you? I know that I've seen in your Facebook group, you have a great God. Facebook group, um, of, uh, talking about moms needing resources and backup yes. and help and babysitting yes. services when you have uh, auditions. It is crazy. Mm-hmm. I do not like to take her with me. Right. Just for my own, like, I have a hard time separate, you know, like the focus that's really required is hard for me to do yeah. when half my head is in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for commercials, it's, a, it's easier. It's, A, it's, I don't know, it's just easier. Hello, I want to tell you a little more about Kinsa, the world's smartest thermometer. I'll tell you what, guys, parents trust it and kids love it because it's designed to be the number one tool to give parents peace of mind. Because Kinsa remembers temperature, symptoms, and medication and gives you guidance on what to do next if your little one isn't feeling well. If you haven't checked out Kinsa yet, do that. As soon as you're done listening to my podcast, go to kinsahealth.com. Kinsa is the world's smartest thermometer. I think there's less pressure because commercials feel like such a cattle call. Yeah, um, there's, maybe that's I mean, there's it. hundreds of people there. You know, I, I don't, for me mentally, I'm like, I know I'm not going to get this, so I'm taking my kid. Right. Like, I'm not going to pay 50 bucks right. for a babysitter totally. to drive to Santa Monica, you know. Totally. So I think for me, it's more of a mindset and I'm like, meh. But yeah. theatrically, it's hard for sure. I had to take her yesterday, as a matter of fact, and she was great. She was chilling. 
She's very excited now. She's like, we go to audition? <laughs> like, she knows it. Uh, what do you do? Do you do the eye? Do you give her, like, an iPad? Or do you leave her with somebody in the no, waiting room? No, I will usually, like, prepare a snack before we go. Okay. And then she'll go, can I have a snack? And I'm like, when we get to audition. And she'll go, ooh, ooh okay. So <laughs> she has something to look forward to uh-huh. when we sit in the okay. waiting room. Then she gets her snack, and she can sit there and eat it. And then she just walks in with me, sits down on the chair, keeps eating her snack. Oh, wow. And then That's she's amazing. like, bye. And we walk out. So... I mean, I took her to my first audition when she was probably like nine months old, maybe eight months old. So um, she's pretty familiar with it. Okay. I also don't like to do it, though, just because, like you said, it's a mindset thing for me because then I'm like, is she okay? Am I okay? But I will say I've booked jobs on auditions that she's brought me in. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's not so bad. Yeah. Um, I all, you also have to feel out the office. Like if they are, yeah. I don't usually take her if it's an office I've never been into before. Mm-hmm. I really try not to do that. Cause I don't want to be like, hi, nice okay. to meet you here. My kid, you know? <laughs> yeah. You have to, yeah. But, um, I try to, I try to get a babysitter when I can, but it's hard. It is. Yeah. Totally. Do you, um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, did you feel like there was like that? Cause she's, how old is your daughter? She's three She's now, almost right? three. Yeah. Okay. Because my daughter's like at the point where she isn't, I mean, she's 18, she can walk, she's destructive, she doesn't yeah. really like care about an iPad or really, oh, really? anything that mm-hmm. will keep her sitting still. Like she's really hard to, I so just like, feel like it's a tough age. It is a tough age for sure. And it's, um, I don't know, I think it just depends on the temperament of the mm-hmm. child and the casting office. If mm-hmm. it's... There's only been, I would say, one casting office that I got a little shade from when I had to bring her. But I literally, my babysitter canceled. I had one scheduled, and she canceled on me like an hour before. And I was like, mother trucker. (laughs) So I had to take her, and the casting director was like, this seems to be a trend now. And I was like, what's that? And she's like, people bringing their kids to auditions. And I was like... Okay. I was like, I've never brought her here before. I'm so sorry. You know, it was a last minute thing. And, and then Channing sat down and was like perfectly fine. And, and, um, literally as we walk out, she goes, good job, mommy. And I was like, thank you. And I was like, I almost like burst into tears, but I was like, keep it together. Because I was like, you know what? F all the auditions in the world. Like if my daughter is like, good job, mommy, yes. that's the best. Totally. Um, I'm totally oh, going to cry thinking about it. No, no, I'm not. no, I have no emotion. <laughs> um, so I would say it's possible, but I think it just depends on like the temperament of your yeah. child and the um, casting office. Really? Can you distract her with like snacks? Maybe. Bribe her with food? I don't know. We'll What's well, up to you? I mean, if mentally you don't want to like even risk it or like, you know, uh, compromise your audition i'm always worried that she's going to interrupt the other actors in the room Mm. most everybody has been really sweet about it like oh a baby because i found a lot of actors don't have kids um yeah and uh so they're like oh a baby and you know they'll watch her either while i go in the room although i don't really like doing that or um i remember the first time i did that my husband was like who's not he's not an actor and he was like so you're gonna take her Mm -hmm. and leave her with a total stranger <laughs> while you go in the next room for five minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm all, well, realistically, less than five minutes. I mean, five minutes if I'm lucky. It's yeah, if you're like lucky. Seconds, Woo-hoo, but, that's a redirect there. But basically, there. yes. Yeah. That's my plan. <laughs> and he was like so horrified. Mm. You couldn't believe I was going to do it. But There's it's something about out. the actor community, though, totally. that I don't know that I would do that if I had like 
an office job interview, you know, I think, but actors are so communal by nature and, you know, I don't want to stereotype everybody because there has been some people that are like, you brought your baby to an audition. How annoying. Um, but for the most part, everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah. I'll watch it for you while you go in. It's been, that's been really nice. Yeah. Um, are you having any more kids? Are you done? No, we're done. <laughs> we were one and done for a while. That's why our kids are so far apart. Yeah. And then we weren't. So. <laughs> surprise! <laughs> no, she oh wasn't a surprise. She was just, it took a while for yeah. me to feel like I wanted that experience yeah. again. Um, how have you found that your acting career compares to your teaching? Oh my God. Totally different. Mm-hmm. I mean completely different it's funny because at first I was like oh there's a lot of like transferable skills you know you're sort of like talking in front of people and Mm -hmm. there's that element of being comfortable with that but it's totally 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 different different. I mean just the it's it's actually way more like parenting I think like just how you have to really go with the flow Mm -hmm. and give up attachment to the result of something and yet still give your all right right um, do you feel like you made the right choice? Are you oh, happy yeah. now? Yes. Good. Yes. Because yeah. I know that's a big leap of faith for people who, because I didn't start acting until later in life either. And um, I say later in life, like we're 70 or something, know. you know, but you know what I mean? <laughs> for LA, for Hollywood, anyone no, over 12 yeah. is like, if they get started after that, that's later in life. Yeah. My agent told me um, a few months ago that she has kids on her roster that are like eight or nine years old. The casting directors are like, uh, we're not going to book him on this pilot because they don't have enough credits. And she's like, he's eight. Like, yeah. well, how many credits does he need? I know. You know? That's crazy. So um, she's like, what's happening is all these Vine stars and YouTube stars are coming up, like, doing their makeup tutorials or crazy videos or oh, whatever wow. and becoming huge sensations in their tweens. And then they're in demand for, like, the new Disney shows, you know, oh, stuff like that. I'm just so glad that so. was – I. I'm really grateful for, like, my childhood and the yeah, experiences that yeah. I had. And, you know, yeah. like – Especially when you see famous people who seem to be sort of spiraling down and who've been in the industry for so long. And you're like, what are you doing? Like, you have everything, every opportunity. And yeah. they're not – I done. mean, even, like, dear friends of mine who have been acting since they were children mm-hmm. – who aren't like you know super famous now there's this attachment like um I don't know it seems like they're so their whole identity yeah is that yeah do you worry that your kid well you're in Orange County so do you think that um your kids will grow up sort of in the Hollywood scene or do you think that they'll be far enough removed from that yeah it's pretty it's way farther removed than I thought when we first moved there yeah yeah that's for sure I was like we're moving to LA no no it's totally yeah Orange County is definitely different yeah so you know and my son does not really show like he thinks it's fun they do plays in his class and yeah but I don't think he's gonna want to have any interest in it or be involved in anyway that's interesting. Yeah. My daughter is, uh, Channing is always like, we got to do a podcast. I'm going to go do my podcast now. And she'll sit in her room, her playroom oh on God. her, um, like cashier, you know, thing. Yeah, and yeah. like be punching the numbers and go, I'm doing a podcast. And I'm like, you're not really doing a that podcast. So um, but she does like to come in here sometimes and do this. She's a ham, but she also has moments of shyness mm-hmm. that may just be her age, but she's definitely a ham sauce. So, uh, 
I'm so excited every day to be like, what is she going to be? I know. It's so, so cool to cool. watch them like develop and um, get excited about things or show interest yes. in things. Cause then I'm like for like a hot minute, she was into her binoculars and I was like, Oh, she's going to be some kind of like scientist, <laughs> you know? And like, probably not. Yeah. You can just, <laughs> and you never know. I feel, and it's fun to see like what stays the same mm-hmm. about their personality yeah. over the years and then how they develop differently. Yeah. So. Uh, well, her high spiritedness is definitely the same. Yeah. She has big feelings, as our mm-hmm. mommy and me instructor told us. And I'm I like, love that. Mm, okay. That means she's <laughs> kind of a drama queen, is what that means. Still there. I still love happening. that. Big feelings. Big, big feelings. feelings. It's a nice way to put it. Yeah. Um, so did I see that you recently booked something with uh, a movie? Or I did. I just, I haven't shot it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, my first sort of like feature. Mm-hmm. I've done television. So yeah, I'm excited. That's awesome. Can you talk about it or is it I don't like know. I didn't deal? sign anything. What do you think? I don't know. Well, it's on your website. It is on my website. So, so you can at it least say website. that part. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, it's such a, it's a small, small supporting role. It's okay though. There are no, what is it? There are no small parts, only, only small, small actors. actors. Right. So, and Those I'm a character actor. I literally am lucky if I get one line on something every now and then. So I'm like, woohoo. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I shoot later this month. Um, it's um, J.K. Simmons' new film, The Bachelors. Nice. And my scene is with J.K. Simmons. Oh, my gosh. How fun. I know. It's going to be really fun. So. He seems like he would just be really cool. He's probably been around uh, Hollywood forever, I, knows the ropes. I and, can imagine the same thing. Yeah. And I hope that's what happens. I Please tell so me too. if he's not, because I will tweet that shit. And be like, <laughs> he's a total jerk to my friend. I will be so sad. <laughs> I know. I'd be sad, too. I'd be really sad. Whenever you meet somebody that you've, like admired for so long and then you meet them and they're like a total jerk you're like oh it's really um because also I feel like he's sort of he's worked so much but able to really like avoid that yeah I don't know I wonder what that is why some actors can avoid that yeah celebrity thing you know Uh, what I'm talking about I don't know how to describe it the limelight yeah like that tabloids yeah I think it's the I think it's there are actors who seek it out Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember reading that in the early stages and probably still the Kardashians will tip off the paparazzi of where they're going to be. That's why they always happen to be there when they arrive. How did they know? How would they possibly know? <laughs> I mean, you're driving yeah. around all over the place. There's no way the paparazzi would know where you're going to be unless yeah. you tell them. Yeah. So they for I years totally have sort of. think about that. Yeah. They for years have tipped him off. Like Paris Hilton would always tip off the paparazzi of where hey, she I was going to be. I have not heard anything about her lately. I know. What's up with that? I she don't know. sort of disappeared. She needs to start doing some nude selfies. <laughs> like if she wants to get back in the limelight. Because right. I. apparently the thing. It is the thing. Like I was telling you earlier, like I don't understand this fascination with just taking nudie pictures of yourself and putting it online. It's not my thing. I mean, I guess. Not my thing either, but. You know. I'm torn because it's like, on one hand, you want to be like, good for you, lady. Like, if you've got the body to do it. Like, yeah, be proud of your body. But also it's like, oh, you're a mom. I'm talking about Kim Kardashian specifically, Mm. but like, you're a mom. And I don't know. We don't really need to see all that. We get it. We've seen it before. Why? And And it's, I can't help thinking she's not doing it to make a feminist statement about this is my body yeah, and I'm proud. it doesn't seem like that, does it? No, it it's to be like, vibe. look at me, look at me, look yeah. at me. Um, 
I don't. She, and then Sharon Osbourne did a. Um, oh, I didn't hear about that. Did one too? Yeah. She was like in support of Kim Kardashian, and she totally <laughs> did a, a, the similar. We like, all know that Kim Kardashian is really the underdog here. I know, right? <laughs> and I just kept thinking, um, why? Everyone's hating on her, obviously, for for doing that. But why? Like, I, she could do so much more with all of the power and the platform that she has, but she just posts naked pictures of herself and wow. pictures. Now, are know. they really selfies? Like, because I'm like, how do you get a good angle? Well, she takes like it your... in front of a mirror. Oh. She stands in front of a mirror and does it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's like, then the next day you're posting videos with your daughter and I don't know. People say, Oh, you want them to <sighs> be proud of their bodies and have a good body image. But, I don't know. Yeah, what's the line? Yeah, where do you... I think you could still be confident in your body without having to be naked all the time. But I'm also just really a modest person and don't want to be naked all yeah. the time. So And then there was like... Do you me. remember that was going around Facebook, like the post-baby body? They were like... It yeah. was really like an art, an artist. A photographer who's also an artist took like pictures mm-hmm. of women's post-pregnancy body yeah, yeah. naked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that didn't... I mean, that was like... That had a very like pro-body feel right. to it. I think that maybe the difference is, is that Kim Kardashian isn't doing it to be like, here's my post baby body, you know, here's what having a child looks like, you know, and uh, I don't know. I think it's just cause she's a, a, an attention seeker, mm. you know, she's looking for likes and comments and drama. Um, I don't know her personally, so I don't know if that's what's happening, but that's my guess. Either. Yeah. Um, Amy Poehler always says, good for you, not for me. Like she said that in her book. And I kind of, I totally agree with that. Good for you, good for but you, just not, not for me. me. I have another friend who always says, that's a choice. That's a choice. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a choice. That's a choice. Um, is that, so how do you think you would navigate with your daughter, like growing up in such a celebrity obsessed culture in, in, you know, uh, Orange County, even in LA, I like how don't you do think you that's so navigate? like if I think about it as like an issue, I get a little bit overwhelmed actually. Sure. So, uh, I don't know. Do you just teach them? I, I was like, I think it's, you know, one thing that I always appreciate that my mom did, and she did not have like an amazing, but she had like she was just a mom yeah, in the seventies yeah, yeah. or eighties, nineties, and she never, I never heard her talk down about herself, mm-hmm. and. I think that that's that's the first step. That's yeah. like something that's easy that I can do. It's hard, but it's easy. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because like, why do you think it's hard? Because <clears throat> we're so conditioned to be like, oh, I look gross, or oh, I look fat in these pants, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Always we're so about, hard on ourselves yeah, as moms. Yeah, and um, and as women in general, like in general, not just moms in general. And so I always try to talk about, you know, your legs are strong, you know, or yeah, look what your yeah. body can do, like focusing on what she can do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think that goes like setting a, an example. Like I try never to talk about my own body in a way that's denigrating or yeah. that's talking down to myself. Yeah, totally. And that's, you know, that's hard to do because we want to – Nobody wants to seem like they're bragging, like they're pulling a Kim Kardashian, you know, where they're like, I look amazing. But at the same time, you don't want to like tear yourself down. Like, I just want Chan to feel like to feel comfortable in her skin, but also to be healthy. Yeah. Because one of the mistakes 
I made is when, because I used to be really athletic. I was in soccer and cheerleading all throughout high school and most of college. And then um, after I got married, I started like getting fatter and fatter and fatter. And I was like, I just didn't care. I've I've never really thought about it. I'm like, "Eh, it's my body, whatever. It is what it is. I can still move. Yeah. (laughs) That's my, that's my level right there. Ah, I could still move. Um, which is terrible. But then after having Channing, it was so hard on my body. And the past couple of years, I've just have like no energy. I'm tired all the time. And I'm like, I have to, now I'm at a certain age where I have to start taking better care of myself, eating better and exercising. Yeah. And are you allowed to, are you updating people on your, on my, um, your 15, my 15 by 15? 15? Or, or is that going to be a secret until you're all the way done? I haven't done a reveal on like how much I've lost okay. or anything like that. Cause I'm going to wait and to do that. But I will say I've, it's been a lot harder than I thought in terms of at least the diet side of it. Mm-hmm. The exercise part has been a lot of fun and I'm totally enjoying that. I go, whenever I don't have like a big, um, workout to do, like I did Piloxing this last weekend oh, fun. and, um, whenever I don't have something like that, I try to go to the gym on my off days. The diet portion is really hard. Like deciding to not eat a burger and fries um, which I'm so used to doing has been the biggest challenge of that. Like opting for something lighter, like even sushi is not really that healthy. If it has all the rice on it and the cream cheese, like I want, and mayo, <laughs> and, right, right. Like, so even and like the like, crispies, like I yes, like the crispies or on the top. tempura, yeah. shrimp one. Like I will, <laughs> so I'm good. the one that goes and gets the deep fried sushi. Yeah. Um, so trying to find like healthier, lighter options and what to eat has been probably the hardest part. And I'm, I'm going to probably write something about that too. As soon as I find time to write all of the million things that are in my head. Right. I have such a hard time writing. Do you keep up with your blog? I saw you have a little section on there where you write. I do. Yeah. I, um, I write every couple weeks and Good for you. I've been able to keep up with every two weeks, but somebody was like, you know, you really should be writing every week and I was like you know I don't have time for that it's not gonna happen I try I set um goal for myself to write at least once or twice a week and I probably do it about every couple of weeks now do you write your own material or is this mostly for your that's so great yeah no I write everything that's on my blog and sometimes I'll have guest bloggers um, who will want to write something but um it's hard to find the time to concentrate enough uh, if Channing's home, then every five seconds it's mommy can play, mommy can play. And I yeah. find that I oh, need yeah, when I'm writing some dedicated time. Uh, otherwise, I'm just all over the place. I can't focus. And then I'm questioning, like, does this make sense? And then I'm constantly like rewriting and editing and all of that. Totally. But it's a big challenge finding time to write. It's one thing to go to an audition real quick and then come back and, you know, mm-hmm. do, you do your lines in the evening and, and whatnot. But sitting down and, like, writing for me is, is a lot bigger challenge. Do you write, like, um, do you consider yourself a writer, like, of material, like, short comedy, like, sketches um, or anything like You know like what? That? I used to write sketch all the time. Like, I found that, like, writing a sketch was super easy. It's three pages. I can write some wacky, you know, jokes and all of that. Like, that for me was pretty easy to do but writing for a blog has been a lot more challenging because I'm by nature a really private person Mm -hmm. which I know is ridiculous saying that I have a podcast and I talk about my life every week but if you notice I don't really talk a whole whole lot about like personal things yeah um because there's a little part of me that's still very private do you feel like that's gotten like more extreme since you've had Channing or like 
or has it always kind of been there? I've always been okay. super private. Um, I'm with this podcast and my website, I have opened myself up way more now than I ever have before. So I'm starting to kind of like let people in and like share a little yeah. bit more. So when I sit down to write something, I have to decide how much do I want to share yeah. <laughs> personally versus like, you know, opinions on stuff. Cause, um, I have a lot of opinions on things that people might be like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> This girl is kind of a bitch and I have to be like, sorry. I love it. Um, so it's, a, it's this whole motherhood and Hollywood thing is like a personal growth experience for yeah. me to try to balance my love of acting and my love of, um, parenting and marry the two in some way. Yeah. So I felt that way when I started my blog too, which yeah. was that it was just more of like a, a way for me to express ideas and thoughts mm-hmm. and in a way, and I'm, I'm a very private person too. Like actually I looked forward to changing my name because yeah. it was just that much more level of separation. Um, so it's been good. It's yeah. been kind of fun to let people in. Do you think in it's a way. little cathartic for you too? Like totally. Like, totally. Oh, I can vent. For me anyways, I'm like, yes. Let it out. Yes. Um, so tell everybody really quickly how they can find you and where they can stalk you <laughs> if yeah. they want more information. Um, stalker options are, uh, no, I have a, a website. It's just keikoelizabeth.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Twitter. Twitter is my favorite. I'm not so much on Instagram. I just, I never take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and so what would I post? Right, right. Like so lame. Um, so Twitter, Facebook is also, I have a Facebook page, um, but Twitter is probably the best way. Twitter. All right. And I will put links to all of that too on awesome. Motherhood in Hollywood so people can find you. I'm so glad you came by. Yay. I'm so glad I got to get to know you a little know. bit better. This has been wonderful. It's so important, I think, for moms in this business to connect and stay together. And, so important. Um, because it's a different beast being a mom in this town. And it is. I was surprised at how little there is. Like, yeah. You know. There's no like resource wise. Yeah, there's not like a babysitting company where for mom actors, which is so surprising to me. I know. I think that there are like nanny companies, you know, that may be able to facilitate stuff like that. But I'm still looking. But in the meantime, it's great that um, you know, you have set up your own group Mm. to like for women to moms to connect. Um, and there's a couple of other groups on Facebook for parents to connect. So it's um. We're slowly getting there. We're all realizing we need each other. Yes. And we're kind of coming together. So that's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm excited for your movie. So please Thank keep us you. posted. Thanks. And um, that's it for this week, you guys, for Motherhood in Hollywood. Hope you guys are having a wonderful week. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Mama funny. Balls. <laughs>